Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, I'll be ready in just like two minutes. I'm making a cup of coffee. Three thirty in the afternoon. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He is Angus is not an energy drink guy though, so he is like his sole source of caffeine comes from coffee. I mean, my my thing is is that I don't I don't I I drink coffee like right up until one thirty in the afternoon, and then I like cut off my caffeine like hard. I do three o'clock. Yeah, I mean, every, like, everybody just, like, arbitrarily picks a, a time. Well, it's supposed to be, like, five hours to get out of your system or something like that, so... I read somewhere... To... Yeah, I read somewhere it was eight. Well, that would make... one thirty would make more sense, then. to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A ATF in Waco 1995 of the Touchline Media Group because some things are about to get explosive as it relates to Baylor. Uh, that's, that's, that's a preview for you. And also... That's, you, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was, so, how long have you been sitting on that? Oh, I don't know. What time did the BYU Baylor game end last night? <laughs> like 12 hours ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 14 hours, give or take. Um, so uh, I am your host, Asa, a.k.a. The Twig. I'm here with my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, a.k.a. Stump. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decides to put in. Um, they've been doing progressive insurance recently. I don't mind that. Um, you know, Insurance is good when you are federally mandated to have it, or I guess it's a state law. No, I think it's a federal law. Anyways, um, so we are here to talk college football because um, an old woman died, so there's no more soccer in England for reasons that uh, are apparently very important to, to people who live under a monarchy that doesn't actually have power. Um, 
Are they, I think I just like they're not good. They're not gonna play next weekend either. What? So the yeah, the hard part is well, yeah. So they don't want to play anything in London, but the problem is that Leicester's scheduled to play like Arsenal, which is somehow an issue. I don't really understand why, because everybody else was like, "Well, you just play, have all the teams playing in London play away games," but apparently, like something's happening in Leicester too. I really I hope it's like the rodeo. Like, you know how, like, once once a year, San Antonio has to leave Texas, uh, like, San Antonio basketball spurs have to leave Texas yeah. for, like, two weeks because the rodeo's in town, and they're like, we're not, we're not doing this. Um, I, I hope it's, like, the Midlands version of the rodeo, which I don't know what that would be. The Highland would be the American version of, like, someone passing away in a canceled NFL? Uh, September 11th. <laughs> Damn it. We're recording this on September 11th, everyone, by the way. Damn it, Angus. Nope. Like, think, thinking, about, thinking about it now, I, I don't know if anyone is, like, important enough to cancel NFL games. I feel like people are right. Dolly Parton. If Dolly Parton, if Dolly Parton died, I would be like, all right. All right, guys. Barack like, Obama. No, no, I think it's Dolly Parton. It's Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton dies, we stop all NFLs, and we immediately have to move the Titans. <laughs> yeah, or you just no, no. It's not the Titans. You just rename or you rename the Titans to the Dolly Partons, Partons, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Dolly Part- I, Tennessee I, I, Partons. Like there, there was a. Uh, I, I was going to make a Tennessee Pardons joke, but I decided against it. Um, but uh, uh, I, I actually I had this discussion with um, with a friend recently about. I think Dolly Parton is the only like. There are no skeletons in that closet. She is just the best person in America. Like, or, or, or they are buried so deeply that we are like 10 years after she dies, we are going to have a come to Jesus moment. I think, I think, uh, uh, Betty White, God rest her soul, um, might have fallen into that category as well. It's, it's possible. It's possible. And and then Mr. And Mr. Rogers. Uh, have you seen? Have you, Mr. Rogers. Have you seen the uh, the viral videos of like Dolly going to eat in uh, Gatlinburg? Te- like she goes to the restaurant in Gatlinburg, uh, Tennessee, which is where like basically where Dollywood is, and she greets every single. P- First off, all you see is security streaming into this room, this like tiny little diner, and you're like, oh my god, like who is this? Is this going to be like Taylor Swift or like the president or something? And then it's just jo- Dolly comes in with her husband, and Dolly goes to every single table and has like a three minute conference, like. How are you? Are you all enjoying the food? Like every single person she, in the place. She is a lovely woman in America. She's a lovely woman. Yeah. And, and like she, she's, she's also like the one who's like, she's personally increased literacy rates in the South by like 4% through her like various like reading programs. Like, and if you think about like 4% of the South, it's, it's massive, like massive, massive amounts of, of money. Yeah. So the, the, the point is, is that um, I think if Dolly, God forbid, passed away, um, we would have to cancel two two weeks of NFL. Short of that, uh, just move some games down the road. Like the Yankees played what, like five days after nine eleven. It was it was something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the Mets they also uh, uh, they definitely played. I, it was it was pretty close to like yeah when it happened. Yeah, like like within the week. And and I think it was Friday. I think it was Friday night. Right, Friday. The Friday. I I don't remember. Yeah. I know that they canceled. Maybe it was NFL ten days. days. Yeah, it might have been okay, ten so days. It was t- it was ten days then. Okay, so um, today is September eleventh. 
We're not going to talk about what that means for the uh, the American people, because if you want a take on that, I don't know, read Vox or Vice or Axios. They're all terrible equally. So, you know, whichever you choose. Um, don't read Breitbart. Not everything is equal. Don't read Breitbart. Um, or 8chan or 4chan. Don't, or 4chan. don't do those either. Yeah. Well, well, message boards are generally terrible. Like, yeah, <laughs> all of them. This this is a football. I, hang podcast. on, Reddit message Reddit. boards are horrible. Reddit's also terrible. Like it's just Reddit terrible is terrible, but you can way. get some good advice on Reddit on how do you fix your home. Just go to just 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 be like a normal adult and go to Yahoo Answers from two thousand seven. <laughs> okay, I guess there was college football yesterday. Um, uh, so we're gonna as we as we are want to do, we go chronologically amongst the three to four teams that we care about here. Um, I don't know that we care about Oregon anymore. Um, we'll see, depending on how next week's game goes for them. Um, they played BYU. Uh, uh, they played Eastern Washington, and Bonex went like thirty for thirty-four with like seven touchdowns. It was it was like it was one of those games where it was like Oregon had some some shit to work out, and they yeah. couldn't do it against the team that had a pulse. So they were like, you you know that scene in Fight Club where uh, Edward Norton's like. I needed to, to destroy something beautiful. Um, yes. Eastern Washington is Jared Leto in this analogy um, because that was Jared Leto. Anyways, Michigan State played. They won 52 to nothing. It was not fun. Um, so I'm, I'm going to put this in, in the most reasonable way I can, given that I am a fan of Michigan State and I, I do tend to see the best in them. Um, this is an 8 and 14. I think that this tops out as an eight, eight and 14. Um, they're, they're, the running backs did what I wanted them to do, which is give you 85% of Kenneth Walker. It was like 26 carries, 188 yards, five touchdowns, like against a bad team. Akron's terrible, but Peyton Thorne is not, has, did not take the next step and he needed to. Um, he's missing guys high. Um, the defense is good, but not good enough to make up for it. Um, and I think, I think like the fact of the matter is, is like in order for Michigan state's momentum under, under Mel Tucker to continue in a narrative sense, they need to win eight games this year um, before, before the, the bowl. So eight and four is sort of the minimum, right? Like I, I don't think they're going to touch Michigan. Michigan looks very good, especially since they decided to play their actual best quarterback. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is a decision. I, again, he is the better quarterback. That's not the issue. Um, but I, I do want to say about Michigan State, um, Jalen Berger uh, is, a, is a Wisconsin running back, and he looks like a Wisconsin running back, and that's super cool to have for Michigan State. Um, the, the, the commentary which, I – But ironically, uh, is not good for Wisconsin running backs anymore. <laughs> As it turns out, Wisconsin might have needed – a running back who looks like a Wisconsin running back. We're going to talk about Braylon Allen in a second as well. But, um, but I think, I think Michigan state is just like a good ish team this year. Um, you know, Jalen Berger, I, I, I saw someone say like Javon Ringer, but slow, which I'm cool with as an analogy. Um, you know, Jarek Broussard looks like he has a nice first step. Great. The wide receivers are, are, are good still. Um, but you're starting a walk on and a true freshman at safety. Um, the, the linebackers are good, but not great with Darius Snow out. Uh, the defensive line is still a, a D'Antonio defensive line, even if it's not a D'Antonio defensive line and the corners are fine ish, but I, I think this is an eight and four team. I don't think you're touching, um, 
Ohio State. I think they're going to lose to Washington this weekend um, because teams that from the Big Ten that go out west lose, and Michael Penix is the type of quarterback who's going to screw with Michigan State. Um, like he just is. because he has <laughs> because he has in the past. Like it's it's and and I think Michigan State without Darius Snow doesn't have that contain that they need, especially playing a true corner at that nickel position, which Josh and I have argued about whether that, that nickel position is a safety or corner. Michigan state's playing a corner there. He is like 180 pounds and and six one. Like he is not a safety. He's not there to, to play as like a big nickel, whatever, like he's a corner. So the linebackers needed to be fast and Cal Halliday is not fast. He did have a great hit though. I, I don't know if you guys watched any of the game, but he, he got one of those like, um, yeah, three blitzes to a quarterback's uh, blind side. And, and yep. like, it was, it was one of those hits that like in 10 years, you'll be like, Oh, that's not safe. Like, you know, you look 10 years back with, with college football and you're like, Oh, I remember that hit. It was awesome. Now you're like, Ooh, Ooh that's not good. It was one of those. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that there's much more to say. This team was always going to be as good as Peyton Thorne allowed them to be. And he is not playing like a quarterback who can bother good teams. And I don't know if Wisconsin is good. I don't know if Washington's good. I don't know if Minnesota's good. I tend to believe all of them are shit. Um, Michigan is good. Ohio State is good. And Penn State, if they hold up, will 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 be a probable loss. And then you figure Michigan State will lose another one, which is Washington or Wisconsin or whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm sticking with eight and four here. I'm not being pessimistic. I mean, it was fun to win fifty-two to nothing. Like that's fun. Shoutouts are hard at any stage against any opponent. Um, but, but that's sort of like my, my thoughts on Michigan State. Like, I'm, I'm happy they won. I, I'm still going to go into every single game saying, oh, we can probably win except for one because, you know. Um, like, you don't, you don't go into the Ohio State game with optimism. That's, that's, that's a rookie mistake. Um, but aside from that, like, I, I, I think that's it, right? Like, I, I think, like, look, Keon Coleman is a good wide receiver. Trey Mosley is a good wide receiver. Jeremy Bernard is, is, looks like a talent. Um, the tight ends, you know, seem to be able to catch the ball. The running backs look good. The, but like the offensive line is not impressive. Um, and Peyton Thorne looks bad. And if Peyton Thorne looks bad, this team is eight and four. Good. No, no. Yeah. No, so no, Washington, what, what makes you think that they're going to go out West and lose? Because Michigan state has never gone out West and won. <sighs> yeah. I just, I, mean, it's, I, it's I don't know. Like, I thought that too last year, like they're, uh, they have a new, they have a new coach. Mm-hmm. I I don't know, man. They're they could be good. They could not be. I, I new offensive coordinator too. I mean, it's, they had the it's, same defensive coordinator as last year. They like did not impress me at all. I, I don't know. I I think it's it's a good game. It's a good like it's a good test. I, I wouldn't say they're going to lose just because they're going out west. So, so when I say that I think that they're going to lose, I mean, the, the line came out as of, as of recording about like 15 minutes ago, um, it's Washington minus two. I think that that will shift really quickly to Michigan state minus like two and a half. Um, I, I I think that that's, that's going to shift pretty quickly. Um, but I think like the idea is that look like Michigan state is not an elite team right now. They are good maybe, but they're not, they're not elite. They're not going to be able to impose their will on anybody with a pulse. I, but I actually think that like the Washington game, Washington for us last year was a good test. And like, we weren't that yep, good cool. leading into the game. Like it's, it's early in the season. They'll keep getting better. I don't know. I think it's I actually think it's a, it's a very good non-conference game. And also like the fact that Angelo Gross went down 
Xavier Henderson is not coming back. You're starting back there. Kendall Brooks, who is a D2 transfer, who who's started three years at D2, um, but he's a walk-on. He's not on scholarship. And Jaden Mangum, who's a true freshman. Um, I like that. That's going to put a lot of pressure on the cornerbacks who maybe they're ready for it. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of wait and see about it. Um, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the linebackers who don't have their star, right? Like their star linebacker is out for the season. So you're, you're dealing with Alex or, you know, Ben Van Sumeren as, as your sort of your quasi. Oh, I forgot he's there. Yeah, he's there. And he's your sort of quasi sideline to sideline linebacker. When it's Darius Snow, you're like, oh shit, we can do this. When it's not, you're like, are we yeah. going to get edged by a quarterback here? And the answer is probably. And ben Sumer's not very fast. I mean, he's look like no. he, he reads the 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 field really well, but so yeah, did he's so did Ross, so did he, like well he's 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 like Joe Bocci, right? Like Joe Bocci, you know, for Michigan State fans who remember, like he understood the game really well. He looked like a bulla, but also when he played against quarterbacks who could actually run, it didn't matter that he knew where he was supposed to be. He was he was waving at legs and hoping to get a a foot. Um, so I, I think the thing is, like I said, with Michigan state, I'm not like throwing in the towel on the season. I don't think that, um, this is like a six and six team. I don't think that they're going to lose stupid games because Tucker has mostly avoided that outside of once. Well, I mean, um, we're also, uh, and again, like we've said this a lot in the group chat, like we're having these reactions to a team that scored 80 points through the first 80, yeah, 80 points of their first two games, 80, yeah. 90 points of the first two games, like at a certain point. Yes, there are. I mean, there are obvious. Don't get me wrong. There are obvious and like glaring holes on this team. But at the same time, like it's not the Michigan State of old when there were glaring holes where you're like, oh no, that's going to be a huge issue. It's more like that might be a problem. And the 50 50 ness of that might be a problem could, I don't think it's a six and six team. I think this team finishes anywhere from seven and five to 10 and two before we get to a bowl game. And it just matters on certain bounces of the ball. It's painful. Like, it does. And, right. And it certainly looks like want. Michigan is going to roll right through them. But, you know, maybe Michigan State, Michigan State tends to get up for the Michigan game more than Michigan games. Michigan tends to get up for the Michigan State game. And at a certain point, like a coin flip goes a different way. And all of a sudden you've got a top five win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also like, the thing about Thorne too, that like impressed me about him last year is like, he's willing to take those like those shots that may or may not get intercepted, but he has Jaden Reed. So he'll toss up. So like, who cares? Uh, I, he did that repeatedly against Michigan and he was just on for that game and he happened to make the throw and like our DBs were in position to make the play, but they didn't because like the throw was right. And, and Jaden Reed. So. And and there's something to that, right? Like it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter that he's missing games where it's not going to matter. So it's the question is, is, how many games is Peyton Thorne going to have to win, so to speak? And I think it's, I think it's those four games and I don't think he wins any of them, but you're right. Like if he gets it figured out, then 10 and two is certainly on the table. Um, Because again, not going to beat Ohio state um, at least not yet. And, and I think, you know, otherwise like there will be a game where he needs to be on and he's just not. Um, I, and, and I tend to, I, I mean, look, like I think it's probably Washington. I think they, they smoke Wisconsin and we'll get to why in a bit, but we've been talking for a very long time about maybe Wisconsin isn't that good. Maybe they're, they're oh, Chris is a bad coach. Like, a bad like, coach. Uh, like, like, like we're in the whisper part, but 
maybe I'm not whispering. He's a bad coach. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's not just one team that wears red and white in Big Ten West who's going to get rid of their coach this season. I'm just saying. Just saying. Well, I mean, also, I think Wisconsin needs to understand that there's only one way that they're going to win football games, and it is not, you Bring know, Mertz. trying to have a more firing it's, Paul. Yeah, it's not trying to have. It's not trying to have a more dynamic the guy on the staff, the defensive and, coordinator. You, He's good. Keep him. You go and recruit all of the big Wisconsin boys, and you say push everybody around, and then you have one running back behind them. It's like it's your turn. Go ahead. Have fun, Braylon. Um, yeah, Braylon Allen. <laughs> Braylon Allen. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Um, so, so, so I think that's 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 what we need to say about Michigan State. Again, fifty-two to nothing. Not everybody can shut out their opponent. Not everybody can cover. Not every like Akron's really bad. Make no mistake, they are really bad. Um, yeah. But so are a lot of teams that score, you know, seven, ten, thirteen points. Um, Hawaii, Hawaii, score Hawaii. ten. Um, what so, a transition. Yeah, that was good, right? Everybody do good, do happy with that one. Okay, so uh, Angus, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go for a second, but I do want to open by saying um, this game ended at like 1 a.m. local. Uh, so to those Michigan fans who were somehow not already hungover at 1 a.m. after like that day, good on you, bro. I do not envy you today, but good. I on was you. asleep. Um, I admittedly went to sleep at halftime. Uh, but from what I saw of the game, um, I, I don't know, like the, on defense, I don't think that there are any like real takeaways, except that we held them to like around 40 yards in the first half. And then once the second and third team went in, that's when they started scoring points. So that says something about something, except that our starters are good. It says nothing about anything. It says nothing, literally nothing. It says nothing. Um, it, it was interesting. Like, I'll, I'll be interested to read about like, I, I saw that Minter was like, again, throwing a ton of different blitzes from a ton of different ways. Uh, and I think that'll be interesting going forward. Um, but the quarterbacks, um, I mean, it's McCarthy. Um, at, like he was 11 for 12. The only, uh, the only, the only drop, the only incompletion was a drop. Uh, and those throws were so accurate that like, I think that their opponent in area. Um, I think obviously like he'll do worse against better defenses because that happens. Uh, however, like he just looked, he looked phenomenal. Um, he looked, he looked super good. Um, so good on him. He won the, he won the battle. So awesome. So I, I think the thing, what, first things first, he's 15 for 16 on the season. Like he's, yeah. he's like, I, I don't care if you're playing against air going 15 for 16 is, is good. Um, and I think the thing is with him, and, and we're just going to talk on-field stuff for a second, because that's all that really that we can speak to right now. On-field, he is a better quarterback than Cade McNamara. He just yeah. is. Like, I, I, I don't know that there is an argument about, like, if this were a video game, right? J.J. McCarthy has a higher overall rating than Cade McNamara. Like, by a lot. Probably yeah. by a lot. Like, he's faster. 90 he's versus, like, 70. Arm. It's not that big, but it's like, it's, it's probably like 91 84 versus 80. I'll say 84 versus like 78. Sure. Like wh- wherever you want to put that in, in the grand scale sure. of things, whatever. Um, and also like McCarthy has shown a willingness to run and Cade has not, um, which is like. And for the ball downfield. Right. Like, so Cade, Cade McNamara is a really, really good quarterback. If you are Georgia. Honestly, <laughs> if you are Georgia <laughs> or Alabama. That's in. Sorry, Stetson. Or Alabama or, you know, I, I don't know. 
Um, Jetson Bennett the fourth. J E T S. Baylor. Jets. 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 Bail- no, not Baylor for reasons we'll get to in a second. But but like if you're a team with such overwhelming talent that your quarterback just simply needs to not screw up, then Cade McNamara is your guy, right? Like he is absolutely your guy. But Michigan is not that if they're going to, and, and I'm talking about at a national title level, right? Like I'm not yeah. talking about like in the Big Ten. I'm talking about at a national title level. Michigan is not that, right? Like Ronnie Bell is a nice wide receiver. Cornelius John, like all these Roman Wilson, they're, they're nice wide receivers. None of them would play at, at Georgia or Bama or, you know, whoever, wherever else. Um, like they just, they just wouldn't. And, and that's fine. That's it, USC apparently, but um, you know, they are in that second tier, right? Like the difference between a five-star and a four-star is the difference between Georgia and Bama's wide receiver rooms and Michigan's, Right. And, and so the, the question is, is like, do you need a guy who can also add, or do you just need a guy to sort of be a pass first point guard and just distribute the ball where it's supposed to go? And Michigan needs that guy. It's like, it's like Clemson, Clemson having Trevor Lawrence and not having Trevor Lawrence. Correct. Exactly. It's, and also not having Justin Ross and T Higgins, but. um, Sure. Whatever. But yeah. Also sort of matters to this. Um, and we'll, we'll talk, I, I don't feel the need to talk about Clemson because Clemson's bad and they're in the ACC, which doesn't matter. So, ha, huh, don't care. Um, but, but like, I think the thing is with, with, with JJ and, and with this Michigan team, if Jim Harbaugh has actual national aspirations, which I assume he does because he's an insane person, um, I, you got to go with JJ because JJ can win you a national title. Now he can also lose you a game against Illinois. He can. That, it, that, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> It, Kate, Kate it, it is. It is possible. No. The, 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 no. the the bad. Not okay, Illinois. The, not Illinois. Not, not Illinois. You understand Illinois. what I mean? No. Penn State. Minnesota. He, he could. He could sure. lose. Like he lose the Michigan State game. Like he he could. Yeah. He uh, did. And he did last year. He did. Uh, <laughs> he's done that already. <laughs> yeah, he's done that. Uh, so the, that the seemed a about, bit of is, an on the nose example. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about his his two appearances this year and like we'll see if he continues it through like the UConn game and other he will obviously like, I no I mean like he'll be fine so 46 fine points UConn. yeah that's a seven on seven drill man like and I, if, you could if, put up 100 yards on UConn okay I mean, maybe. through <laughs> the Maryland game through so Iowa's gonna it's be Iowa. like it's the Iowa. really really tough for him I like reading that cover two defense is is really he really difficult. Punt. <laughs> I mean, the the Michigan will win that game. Not a punt. You don't know. Um, but look, like I think the thing is, is that JJ is going to be a September Heisman, and then October rolls around, and we'll see what happens. Um, I still think he's the higher ceiling. I, I maybe the higher floor because of the running ability. Um, but but the variance with him is is the question. Um, and I, I think, think you live with the, it. Cade has looks like crap. True. These two because games. He, because he had his confidence uh, stolen from him. I mean, yeah, look, maybe. Look, I, I, I'm not saying that that's like let that that that's like a Harbaugh did something wrong here. JJ's the better quarterback, and he's the quarterback who you got to roll with if you want that a, a national aspiration. What Harbaugh did to Cade McNamara is enough for 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 me if if I'm another coach to be like to go into every single recruiting meeting with a parent and being like, you want to do that to your son. Like that, 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 I, that's, I think you are, I think you are vastly exaggerating this. JJ was the higher rate recruit coming in. JJ yeah. was expected to really take over last year. And Kate, Kate outplayed Mac- him. Kate outplayed him. Kate, Kate McNamara has looked 
atrocious these first two. Yeah, games. he's looked really bad. Yes. But here's the thing about Cade. Like, if you're going to decide, again, to play on a team like Michigan with a coach like Jim Harbaugh, you have to know that it's a, yeah. he's going to pull stuff like this. And if you're going to if you're going to hold on to that job, you have to keep improving and you can't fall apart. Like you just it's can't. Not, well, it's not just like a coach like Jim Harbaugh. It's a t- if you want to play at a school like Michigan or a school that fancies itself a title contender year in year out, one who will get recruits. That's another yeah. big part of this. Is like yeah. if you're Cade McNamara, Cade was what a low four star. Yeah. For um, if you're is like a more like a three, but yeah, sure. He's he's what he's what I'm high three low calls four. like a, a three point five. Yeah, yeah. So if you're that and you're going to Michigan, you have to know that like they're not gonna that that's not gonna be what they're willing to settle for. They're going yeah. to continually look for, and if they find a five star, you have to know like, hey man, I have to be nearly perfect to hold this kid off. Do, I need to. I'm going to give a counter argument and just, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying anybody's wrong. Here. Hang on. Yeah, so go ahead. You, have to, you have to be Stetson Bennett. Like you have to be Stetson Bennett. And he wasn't, he right. was not Stetson Bennett this offseason. Here's, here's, but here's what I would say. And the only I thing. I cannot and, believe we're giving this many. I like, if you had told me at this time last year that like Stetson Bennett would be like, the, yeah, the, the, like <laughs> the water the example, I'd have been like, fuck off. <laughs> like the example of like intestinal fortitude is Stetson Bennett the fourth. Um, yeah, Stetson no. Bennett, the guy that owns the car dealership out in Marietta. Uh, Stetson Bennett, the third stringer behind uh, JT Daniels and uh, Jamie the Newman. Pit, the pit starter, yeah, the pit starter and that other five star? Uh, the, the, no, the guy who transferred to Pitt and lost to Keaton Slovis. Um, because that's how that would have worked. No, but like, I think the thing is, is that like, I think as a quarterback, um, if you quarterback a team to the best finish that they've had, in 20 years there's a certain amount of i am the guy no other position is really like that because every other position gets rotated to hell except for maybe middle linebacker and probably safety center center also does right you, you, people who are in charge of shit don't get rotated because if okay, they come out like, problems happen all all love to the centers but i don't think any center has ever gone into it and been like that was me i am the reason Saturday. <laughs> Jeff Saturday. We, Jeff we Saturday, have, we the have, center we, for Peyton Manning. Correct. We have a very famous argument about this. Um, but but what, what I'm saying is, like, I think Cade came into the season like, I'm the guy. I should be the guy. I did all of this stuff. I'm the guy until I'm not. And I need to prove that I'm not. And Harbaugh does not see the world like that. I think a lot of coaches would. But I don't but think. That's what he did. That's what he did. He gave Cade his shot. He gave no. Kate a shot. He gave Cade his didn't. second half. He didn't. He didn't give Cade a shot because he said before the season, "I'm going Cade one, JJ game two. If Cade was given like truly like a deference here that many co- coaches would do, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying that many would do it. Then he would have the job until he did, and he would have to do something to actually screw up. Harbaugh doesn't see the world like that. Harbaugh sees the world he as did. he played. He played okay against That's not why. That was a bad assumption on Kate's part, though. Like probably Alex Smith. Alex Smith got hurt, and he replaced him immediately with Colin Kaepernick. Got hurt. Yeah, got hurt. Not hurt. That's not not analogous. Kate didn't get hurt. You know of? That you know Um, of? Right. Yeah, Alex Smith got hurt. This is very visual. Like I'm doing the air quotes. He didn't get hurt. No, but the, the the point is, is that every other most other coaches in America 
would give deference to the guy who had just done all of these things. Harbaugh does not do that. Harbaugh is notable for not doing that. Um, Nick Saban freaking did it. Like, keep that in mind. Nick Saban did that with Jalen Hurts. Nobody thought Jalen Hurts was better than two attack by low. Nobody. And Saban still gave it to him until he screwed up. And the moment he screwed up, Saban was ready and Tua won in the national title. But even Saban is like, I'm going to roll with my guy until I don't, in, in, until he makes me not. Um, and like, like, I'm not but that's also, but that's also not a fair difference because that's plugging a quarterback into the Alabama machine. That's not the same thing. Like Jalen Hurts didn't, even when he did screw up, his screw-ups weren't as noticeable because they weren't leaning on Jalen Hurts. Like, who is but, his running back? Kate, Kate, it uh, doesn't matter, all of them. But Kate, Kate. Yeah, exactly. Kate didn't get that deference. That's the point I'm making. Is uh, that, is that. He is did. Kate got to start. Kate got to he, play. He was never the starter. Kate. He was never the starter coming. Yes, he was. When? He literally <laughs> started. And when, he he was told, when he was told he wasn't going to start game two, that's not a starter. That's a rotation. That's a, no, that's not how you define starter. You yes. define starter uh, the guy who starts the game. Okay, okay. thanks, thanks, thanks. That's what I mean, we're talking uh, about. Just say one more thing. That's a ridiculous statement, and you know it. But what's not he, ridiculous, what's not, no, I'm, no, I'm it's ridiculous. No, it's not ridiculous. It's, 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 it's ridiculous and go to the sponsor. Obviously, I'm going to the fucking sponsor. <laughs> no, not the fucking sponsor. The sponsor. Are you happy with that? You happy no, with that? I'm trying to count down now. Let it go. Let it go. All right. All right. Uh, now Josh, I'm happy with- Josh, good news. I have the ability to mute people. Uh, you want to talk about? <laughs> you want to talk about Baylor now? I will oh, not man. be silenced. I, I, I'm not gonna lie that just the back and forth between you and stuff was riveting and I could get, I could, I could, I'm, I'm cool with another, like, you know, five to 10 minutes of that. I, if y'all I, I want no part of it. I want no part of it. This is so dumb. I just, we've been doing this for what? 18 months, give or take 19 months. Yeah. I think that's the first time he's ever muted anyone. <laughs> I think it is. Badge of honor. Badge of honor. I didn't even know he could do that. Um. Oh man. So, Baylor, right. huh? so, so, so a team that we support actually lost the game. So let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, before, before I jump into, to, in, into my rant, I, I just want to throw this question out to you guys. For those of you that did watch just initial reactions, just like, you know, overarching, like, you know, what, what were your thoughts? I want to see if we all, we all saw the same thing. So, yeah. So um, I don't know if Stumpy or Angus watched because it was that game was going on at like eleven o'clock Eastern. Yeah, um, and I'm, like I'm I'm on the West Coast, so like I was I was watching that game live. Um, but I fell my, asleep to that game, so I did not see the overtimes. Right. Yeah. So so my assessment of that game is that I am depressed, and I am depressed because there are certain teams in in every sport that are supposed to play a certain way, right? Um, Oregon is supposed to be up-tempo and fast and fun and loose. You know, Michigan State is supposed to be hard-nosed and a little Not bit awful to watch. And, and, like, not fun to watch. Iowa is being very Iowa right now. And, like, that's cool. I love that. Miami is supposed to be the U, right? Like, so, like, we hate Cristobal because he took away the chain. Baylor is supposed to be pass-happy as hell. They are not supposed to run the ball. They are not supposed to play defense. I'm sorry, Josh. But, like, it's, it's not how it's supposed to work. And so, like, watching that game, even if they had won, it's like, 
Dave Aranda, who came from Wisconsin, has turned Baylor into Wisconsin. And like, yeah, that sucks because I don't want to watch Wisconsin when I have to watch Wisconsin, let alone when I don't. It's very it's very anti Big 12, I, like, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I will say that this new way of playing this new style has definitely made us like pretty competitive in the Big 12, especially defensively, which we haven't been, you know, historically. Um, and so I will say that like over the past, but even during like the Matt Rule years, like we were always like defensively solid when we struggled <laughs> and where we continue to struggle is on the other side of the ball, specifically our aerial attack, which well, used to be. I'm, I'm going to put that in quotes now. I'm gonna put huh? that in quotes. I'm gonna put that in quotes now. Oh, because yeah? attack is not it's it's like <laughs> Chelsea. It's not an attack. It is a, a oh wow. A, yeah, yeah. I know. RG3 <laughs> is not run walking through that door. Chris Petty's not walking through that door. Corey Corey Coleman is not outside. <laughs> like I, I mean, I know these are guys that 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 like you uh you know you played with, but like yeah. I, I is there a guy on on Baylor's offense right now who you're like that's a problem. I mean, one of them is nicknamed Squirrel, which was awesome. But I actually, I actually like, I like our running backs. I like, I like both of our running backs. And that might be, that may be because our offensive line is actually really good. Um, and that's what carries a lot of our running attack. Just it, watching, watching that game, watching that game and seeing us consistently run the ball on third and five made me want to cry. Running, running. How about how about the time where where it was? Uh, I think it was it was early in the game. It was like third and eight, and they ran split zone, and they got it. But it was like, what are you doing? What is happening? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I was like, yo, you have there, there's a you have somebody in there specifically for these situations, and you have wide oh, receivers. <laughs> you have wide receivers that you recruited. <laughs> to help you in these situations make use of them do it's, something with them who's the offensive right? coordinator uh jeff grimes yeah, oh. yeah. okay and, wait i just i would like to point out the similarities to everything josh just said and basically any complaint angus has had about michigan over the last five years because it was literally word for word congrats josh you're now a big 10 program you are seriously man but like nonsensical offense with like a functional defense ish yeah yeah, yeah. yes yeah but like yes. You're, you're, and running and running draws on third and five I mean, oh my god no it wasn't even a draw because a draw conceptually would make sense in a third and five it's it was straight just straight handoff yeah <laughs> like from under center i, <laughs> like I like, couldn't oh, that's bad. i couldn't believe it yeah it's and like like the worst part is and and, and i say this as a non-baylor fan like right like like i'm invested i want them to do well because because of, of josh but like they weren't fun they're not fun like, to watch. yeah it's not, fun, not to watch. fun and like yeah there's something to be said, like even like there are teams that can like lean on you and are fun, right? Like Jonathan Taylor, Wisconsin was actually fun because like, it's, it's fun to watch a team's soul die. Like, like, like to to watch slowly watch to go back to the same thing I said before to watch those big Wisconsin boys, push everybody around and have just give Jonathan Taylor, like truck sized holes to run through. Like that was so over. You can literally you could watch defenses and like the defensive coordinator just watch their souls leave their bodies. In real time how it was supposed to be. Yeah. 
Right. It was, it was never <laughs> supposed to be like this. But Baylor's <laughs> not doing that. It's yeah. it's just like getting six yards on first down. And you're like, yeah, I mean, I guess that was a successful play, but like, hey. Yeah. I mean, you know? I would be happy seeing that because I'm a big 10 yeah. sociopath. We're but... from, right. No, no, no. We're from the upper Midwest. I'm cool with six yards on first and ten. I, I yeah, truly am. That's great. I want it. I was putting together one of the best seasons of all time because everything they do, every important they play, important play in their games is somehow involved with punting. And I love it. Right. That's who we are. That's but but like keep in mind, that's how we grew up. When I when I when I was a kid, like my favorite running back was was like TJ Duckett, who was like 255 pounds, because that's how it worked in the upper Midwest. Like you, you look back to like like some of those like Michigan running backs, and it's like people weren't. Hart, uh, well, Mike Hart was a little bit different, but like I, no, Chris but like Perry, his thing was like three yards in a cloud of dust, and he found that extra yard by like right. shifting one way or the other. We're like hooray, another four yards, you know? Baylor's Starter. not supposed to do that. That's not yeah. Baylor. <laughs> Like and like, like as all of our Midwest kids, when we when we played backyard football, we, we had, a, had fullback. a fullback. We did have a fullback. I mean, wow. Josh, you think we're kidding? We're not. That is insane, guys. It, it, because that's how we were taught. <laughs> if you got so, protection, I'm the quarterback. Let's do this. Like like I remember in our flag football, um, our freshman year, um, our our base offense did have a fullback. Like, like we actually did have a fullback. Like we accidentally created pistol offense. Yeah, because um, our, our quarterback sucked. <laughs> because that's the, how you're supposed to do it in the Big Ten, not in the Big 12. There's a reason why Big right. Ten games happen at 9 a.m. Pacific. And there's a reason why Big 12 and Pac-12 games happen at night. Because you get progressively drunker. And like, you can stay awake for an Iowa-Iowa State game at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's can really you? hard. Well... You know, um, it's it's really hard to pay attention to a, a slugfest at 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 10 p.m. Yeah. Um, and I do it because I love it. But like, <laughs> I also love it when like Pac-12 after dark has a meaning. And I understand the Big 12 and the Pac-12 haven't combined yet. They're going to. Yeah. But like, <laughs> like yet. But but I mean, hold on. Did you guys see that? The Big 12 commissioner, someone asked him about expansion. He was like, well, obviously we're looking west. <laughs> and like, 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 and like the Pac-12 commissioner when he was asked, he was like, you know, like we're we're evaluating everybody. You know, obviously we we believe we have a strong blah blah blah. And the Pac-12 commissioner was like, well, we're looking west, obviously. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I feel but, like everyone. I feel like everyone knew that though. Like, yeah. I, I feel like he didn't even have to say that, but like that was just it, it was rightly assumed. assumed. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And so, like that game, it was. I, I would say the most depressing part of that game. And it was a depressing game. Like as someone who did want Baylor to win, I, I like, I'm not like, like most games, I, I don't really care who wins outside of hoping for something funny. Um, like, like I watched Arizona, Always Mississippi. Yeah. I, I was watching a lot of Arizona, Mississippi state. Like I don't really care. There was an awesome moment. Yes. <laughs> one of the funniest, it was one of the funniest <laughs> videos I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Honestly, the only game I'm more confident something stupid would happen in would be El Asico. Yeah, like which Arizona Mississippi right Arizona Mississippi Mississippi State is like there's so much possibility for stupidity that it is off the charts. Uh, please it goes check, to eleven. Yeah, please check the uh, the the main account at TLS underscore n underscore TDS. Um, I had a like I watched this live. I actually was watching this live, and I was with my wife, and I started laughing. I I literally start like 
I saw the big hit that, that Delora got out of and I was like, oh, and then he stayed up. I was like, okay, okay. And then after all that, he throws it and he throws an interception. I just start, I just started laughing. And my wife, who, who has watched a lot of, of, of football over the years because she, you know, she's with me and she watches things half, whatever. And she was like, I don't get it. What's so funny? And I was like, I, I can't, I can't, I can't explain. explain it. <laughs> it's, 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 it was like the Joker moment where it's like, you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was awesome. But like, but like that Baylor BYU game, like they throw it out of the back of the end zone to lose in, in the second overtime. <laughs> Um, there was a lot of missed field goals, which is funny, but like hashtag college kickers. I, I mean, I called it like three times, um, yeah, but <laughs> but not that it's hard. Like I'm not giving myself Brett Auburn here. <laughs> um, Stupid Brett Auburn, right? Um, but but like that game was just it was just like a testament to you have to be who you are. Like I'm a, I'm a deep believer in that. Um, and if TCU came out and played that game against BYU, I would have been like, yeah, okay, like that's what TCU sort of does, like. They'll, they'll eat nails and kick you in the shins and <laughs> play defense. And okay. Gary Patterson believes in that. That's fine. Um, but not Baylor. Like Baylor's yeah. not supposed to do this. And, and, I mean, and so. How, how do you think, how do you think I feel where oh, yeah. during my, my era of Baylor, it was completely different than what it is right now. And successful. It's important yeah. to mention successful because yeah. like, like, look, like, we could all say like, oh yeah, like we really want Texas Tech to throw the ball around a lot. They've been successful once and it was when they had Crabtree. Like outside of outside of best wide receiver in football, Texas Tech has never been successful. Baylor actually was with it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say also, like, have you guys noticed like the slight shift away from just like really like spread pass happy offenses in college football? It's like, it's it's moving a little bit more now towards like, traditional style like you know not necessarily like big 10 like power eye double tight end you know stuff but like a lot more like I'm seeing a lot more like under the center snaps in um uh, in college football now than I did like you know four or five years ago when everyone was a shotgun four wide receivers I think I think what it is is it's it's those defenses went too uh too high again right? Like, mm-hmm. like everybody went back to too high, you know, like, for, because for years, right? Like everything was, um, was off the, like more or less than like the Saban cover three or, or yeah. press cut co- or, or press quarters, which Michigan mm-hmm. state ran a ton of, um, Don Brown ran a ton of single high. Like these were the best defenses in college. And so then they all got exposed by these four wide sets and, and by slot fades. And so everybody was like, Oh, oh okay. we sure did. We yep. got real exposed. <laughs> and so and so then everybody was like, well, how do you fix that? Oh, too high. Too right. High, yeah. And and so then like offensive coordinators were like, are you gonna give me a seven man box? Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like oh, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> cool with that. Um so I, I think that that's sort of like the shift. Um mm-hmm. but but watching that game and and also um it is always really funny to me because I watch actually, as it turns out, I watch a ton of BYU because they're on late and I'm up and like I nap during the day on Saturday. So I'm like up until 2 AM every single Saturday night. Um, But the BYU is, is, is fun because every time I watch them, I get reminded that Mitt Romney's like grandson plays for them. Um, And like (laughs) each time I'm like, Oh yeah, his name's is a star is a star. Yeah, right, right. Like, is a like, featured wide receiver. Gunner, yes, Gunner Romney, Gunner Romney being out of last eight's game was like a uh, push alert notification worthy 
yeah, uh, information. He's like a, a, they... a thousand yard wide receiver for BYU. How did Mitt Romney's son end up playing football? Grandson. 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 Um, because I mean, look, like I, I don't want to get they... into things, but I mean, Utah. <laughs> yeah, he moved to Utah. <laughs> Like he's not from Massachusetts. There's only like Utah. There's only so many white wide receivers that you can recruit to BYU. Yeah, that like you kind of yeah. just happen to find. Them. You're not gonna just, you're, look. You're not gonna find wide receivers in American Samoa, right? Like that's where that's where BYU gets gets their 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 large folks. But like you gotta you gotta find it elsewhere. Like sometimes you end up with really good quarterbacks, but also sometimes those quarterbacks have sex with their mom's best friend. So you know. You take, you take the good with the good. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. All right, yeah, I think we, I think we're, we're done with this segment. <laughs> um, so, so yesterday, uh, so every year week two sort of sucks coming into it, and every year week two delivers um, because, like, it's like week one always has like the big flashy games, whatever, and then week two is like okay, it's Mac slash SoCon week, and like there's a couple games that you say like oh, like Florida Kentucky was supposed to be a good game, and it was. <laughs> Will Levis um, is better than Sean Clifford, which I think is really funny um, for obvious reasons. He waved goodbye at the swamp, which a generation ago would have gotten you killed, but now is apparently okay because Kentucky is a football school. Suck it, Cal. Um, Cal Perry, not Cal Berkeley. Nobody cares about Cal Berkeley um, as a football team. The, the I, nerds do. The nerds uh, care about Cal Berkeley. Yeah, the nerds care about Cal Berkeley. Uh, the nerds also, uh, the other nerds lost to USC. Uh, also, I came up with this last night. Lincoln Riley is Cliff Kingsbury with institutional power. Doesn't want to, does, has nothing to do with defense. He's never recruited a defense. He's never coached a defense. The difference is, is that Oklahoma, by being Oklahoma, will have something resembling a defense, whereas Texas Tech didn't. And USC is the same thing. Lincoln Riley, if Lincoln Riley gets a Texas Tech job, is Cliff Kingsbury without the making his star quarterback um, do homework contractually. <laughs> Because I assume Lincoln Riley, um, no, he probably does not care same about shit. That. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, he does not care. He does not care. Um, so, but anyways, so let's let's talk a, a little bit about us all being collectively very, very freaking right about Paul Christ being a fraud clown. Um, fraud clown. Fraud clown. Um, Wisconsin got bullied by Washington State, and, yeah. and that's 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 Washington State. That's that's not good, bro. No. <laughs> at no, home. So at home. That was the crazy part. I thought it was on the road. It was at home. That was in Camp yeah. Riddle. The thing about Wisconsin that, like, I think, like, we all assume that, like, Paul Chris is, like, okay or fine as a coach. But Wisconsin should always be fine. Like, they, they, they always have, they like, shouldn't. a relatively high floor that's because only, that's of who's only... in their backyard. No. It's, it's, the, here's the thing about Wisconsin that we all forget. Because we all collectively were like two years old at the time. Before Barry Alvarez, Wisconsin sucked. Like, yeah, sucked, I don't remember that sucked. at all. Because it was, yeah, that was 30 t- years ago. Right. But 30 we, years of, of an institution, like, that, this should not happen. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is that, like, you can look at, at Wisconsin and say, oh, that's a good job. You should be able to be successful. Why? Why should Wisconsin be because successful? Because they breed linemen. They no, they don't. Linemen. They take them. They take them from Iowa and Nebraska. That like like Either Wisconsin. Way. Wisconsin is not a great recruiting ground. Like their their uh, recruits come from 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 the plains, Missouri, Iowa. Can someone Nebraska. check this? I mean, feel free. Um, 
the 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 point is, is that there's no that, yeah. there's no reason that Wisconsin should be more successful than Iowa or Nebraska or Minnesota or Illinois. I mean, there's reasons why for for Northwestern, but like among those sort of Great Plains ish, you know, Corn Belt teams, Big Ten West, there's no reason why Wisconsin is like entitled to be the best team. Um, and so, if I, agree. I mean, I agree with that. And so outside I, of Illinois. I, I like your like, saying, like stop saying Illinois. Of Illinois. Stop yeah, saying you're trying Illinois. to make Illinois happen. Stop trying to make yeah. Illinois happen. It's because I'm <laughs> because I'm trying to make a specific point about Brett Bielema and about the Barry Alvarez tree and about how they're not entitled to it. It's just Barry Alvarez was a good coach and Brett Bielema was a good coach. And then suddenly you're like, the further we get from Bielema, the further we get from God, because they, they will. No, they're, they're don't like not, this one either. Like no, he's either. trying to get Bielema back to Wisconsin. I mean, I think Bielema should go to Iowa. No. Yeah, I think it would be funny if he went to Iowa. I think I think just like I, a I three-team trade. Um, if, I think like, it's really funny if uh, Bielema does every Big Ten West team except Iowa because he has a Hawkeye tattooed on his yeah, calf. That would be funny. But, like, I actually think uh, – do you know who I actually think would actually like – and I'm not I'm, – I'm only, like, 80% trolling. I'm, like, 20% serious about this. I actually think Brian Ferentz would be very successful at Wisconsin because they want to just run the ball straight into into the middle of the line over and over and over and over again. Um, so like, I actually do think Brian Ferentz would be, would be my Brian Ferentz is not allowed to have a head coaching job until he has sex. As far as we're aware, Brian Ferentz has still not had sex. <laughs> um, so, so anyways, uh, speaking of people who, who, who uh, lost their job because they don't know what they're doing. Um, yeah, I'm okay with that transition. Brian Kirk Ferentz should lose his job. He's not going to, but he should. Brian Ferentz definitely should lose his job. Um, Scott Frost. Ray. Yeah. Gone. Um, and so, look. We all hate coming. you. This was coming. Five and 22 in one score games yeah. is, is super unlucky, but also you brought it on yourself. That's um, horrible. It's, that's horrible. It's not, it's, that's not all luck at that point. That's like no, institutionalized. At a certain point, you're a loser because you're a loser. Um, and, yeah. and yeah. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with that. He deserved to, he deserved to be fired. Him getting fired. The most punchable weeks. face in college football deserved to be hold fired. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a big claim, sir. Um, <laughs> I stand by it. He has a very punchable face. On, no, Probably the Ted most punchable. Cruz, Ted Cruz still shows up to Texas games. It's still Ted Cruz. In, in the uh, audience. Is, 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 is I, I don't know. I think, I think like, and, and I, this has nothing to do with, with his personal issues, but. Steve Sarkeesian has a super punchable face. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Like that dude. That I, dude I feel bad saying that. It's, like, uh, okay, that's <laughs> bloated, <laughs> it's bloated yeah. from years of alcohol abuse. Yeah, and that's true. Now, is that true. The, it, now it's not that nice. That you don't have to say it. It's not wrong. <laughs> but you're not wrong. <laughs> um, but also, uh, Lane Kiffin. Like, I love Lane, but Lane is constantly asking to get his ass kicked. And so, like, <laughs> yeah, Lane Kiffin, it's kind of like, Chris Pratt on Parks He's and Rec, like funny, it's punchable, but like he owns it. You know what I mean? Like, no, Scott no he's not. He does not, not own Pratt. it. He, he's not Chris Pratt. He's um, he's uh, Adam Scott in uh, oh Jeremy the Jam. Place. No, no, it's it's Adam uh, Scott it's in the same, good same idea. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't remember who, what his place. character was. Uh, like the, the, the devil, demon. the demon, or whatever. Yeah, like the yeah, asshole the demon. demon. Yeah, yeah. Adam Trevor. Scott. Um, Trevor. Right. Um, also, I would just like to point out, Wisconsin has a single. Actually, two offensive linemen from west of Wisconsin. One is West's? from the Minnesota uh, Minnesota 
uh, what do you call it? Suburbs. The other one is a long snapper from San Diego. Everybody else is either from whatever. (laughs) Everybody else is either from Wisconsin, Northern Illinois, like the Chicago suburbs or um, like the Western Michigan into Indiana corridor. And how successful is Wisconsin right now? I'm not looking. Do you up. see? Do you see? Do you see how I made that unfalsifiable? That's yeah. that's called good yes. argumentation. I'm not looking. Either I'm not going back and looking up 2005 Wisconsin rosters. Why I'm correct? Um, I can't be wrong. That's how. That's the beauty of this game that I've set up. But um, you know who's from Kansas on this roster? Graham Mertz. Which is why you don't go to Kansas. Kansas is terrible. <laughs> um. Oh, you said oh, go to Kansas. I'm done with this. I never said Kansas. <laughs> I don't recall saying Kansas. Um, speaking of teams, you should never, places you should, I never said snakes. Um, Appalachian State, don't schedule them. Just don't, just don't do it. I mean, like, I don't. I, great tweet, mind. by the way. Amazing great tweet. tweet. Great tweet, Phenomenal. yeah. Phenomenal tweeting. Um, for those of you who didn't oh, see Good it, job, kid in your basement. You did great. You're probably um, drunk on Natty Light. Well done. Uh, also, did you see the, the, uh, the, so, okay. So first things first, the tweet itself was, um, what was it? Thanks for the $1.65 million. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And like a waving. Yeah. Um, yeah. Second thing, did you guys see the, uh, the video that was like, there was a wall of death in Boone, North Carolina. Was it all yeah. the kids like running into the street? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I saw yeah. that. So, that was so, so in emo, like in, at emo and, and, and screamo concerts, there's something called a wall of death where like you clear the pit, you have both sides of the pit run into each other and it just becomes a huge moss pit. And that's what I thought was about to happen in the middle of Boone, North Carolina. I was like, just oh. like, I got like, like, like high school flashbacks and it was yeah. like, Oh shit. <laughs> this is about to get it. Was. It was bad. The reason, the reason that uh, everybody, or the reason that like that became like viral or whatever is because somebody in uh, that was in one of those cars was like, I picked the wrong time to drive through downtown. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> awesome. You're stuck there for three hours now. You're not moving. And your car is um, probably going to get damaged. Also, yeah. do, do we think that, that Appalachian State is just like, sh- I, I, I don't know how to put this, um, like Schrodinger's cap. Like it just is what you think it is at any given <laughs> moment. Like against North yes. Carolina, it was just like, just like a crazy up-tempo offense. And against Texas A&M, it was like a slug it out defense. Like it's just like, Ditto. It's a Pokemon. It just morphs <laughs> to whatever it's fighting. <laughs> I mean, that's just good coaching, right? You have to understand yeah. what kind it's of like, game you're getting yourself into. Right. And you're like, can we score? Can we score 60 on UNC? I think we yes. can. Yeah. Can we score? Can we score 60 on Texas AM? No, but we can hold them to under 17. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like sort of like the inverse of like what every coach says they want it's like we're gonna run our plan we are our team we have our guys and Appalachian State was like nah no, we're gonna <laughs> fuck you up with your own game we plan. have no system it's, it's like it's like <laughs> we're that, just that, chaos it's th- season three of, of Friday Night Lights where someone like the, the worst comment in this entire show which is in week like in week three they're like guys is it time to run the spread and anybody who watches football is like fuck are you talking about what <laughs> you <laughs> can't do that can't do that mid-season. Appalachian State is doing that mid-season. They're just like, nope, this week we are this. It's like, uh, I mean, again, I don't want to reference a, a Richard Linklater movie in every single episode, but everybody wants some where it's like, he just goes to different places and puts down a different outfit. And it's like, last night, yeah, I was, different shirt. <laughs> last night I was a punk show. Tonight I'm at a disco. Hooray. You're like, okay, cool. Great. That's Appalachian State. Or like the old quote about the American military in World War II. It's like, how are we supposed to plan for what they're doing? They don't know what they're... Like they're not planning for what they're doing. Yeah, 
it's like, how do you, how do you scout Appalachian state? I don't know, whatever. Uh, we'll see. I, you know I how you scout Appalachian state? You don't schedule them. Don't schedule them. Right. Which goes back to ADs. Like somebody in the athletic department said, yeah, we'll play Appalachian state. And that person needs to be fired. Whoever that is. I don't care who it is. Cause somebody at some point took a call from Boone, North Carolina with a Boone, North Carolina area code and <laughs> answered the phone. Don't answer. Because if Appalachian you are State a power probably, five, if you are a power five AD, you should block the area code from Boone, North Carolina. Carolina. There's no reason not to. It's not like you're gonna miss like a, a booster call. <laughs> I'm probably I'm pretty sure that Dave Brandon, and this is uh, this isn't why he got fired. But he's also scheduled Appalachian State, like, for, not, not, it was, like, on some well, anniversary this, of that game. And he thought yeah, it was, like, no, no, this it was, is great was, for marketing. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Like, that was, that no, was like, man. a redemption thing. It was a 10. It was a 10-year anniversary. 10-year anniversary. Uh, we were supposed because, to play in 2017. Yeah, because Dave Brandon heard the phrase, there's no such thing as bad publicity, and didn't understand that it was quasi-ironic. <laughs> like, you're just like, no such thing as bad publicity. It's like, yeah. no, there is. There really <laughs> there, there is. is. There is. Yeah, there's also no such thing as offering a football ticket with a Coke. He did that one, too. That was fun. I, I remember that. Uh, I actually like that one. That was good. Because um, <laughs> I bought the Coke and I got the ticket. And, <laughs> if, and, and here's, the, here's the thing that you don't remember. That ticket was to the Minnesota game where Shane Morris got concussed and went back into the game and actually got people fired um that was the same game people forget oh, I, um, I remember that it was a minnesota minnesota game i didn't remember it was, it was that, that game. game yeah it was yeah. that game um that was uh that was a low point that Not was good. a low point um what else happened uh let's see uh, notre dame alabama notre- oh oh god oh, notre dame. yeah okay, we're, notre dame, we're, 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 gonna, we're just gonna run through alabama texas for a second and then we'll go we'll end on notre dame marshall because ha um but so Alabama, Texas was, was the best possible outcome for narrative because Texas thinks they're good, but also lost. Um, and that's like the, what we need as college football fans is a very I confident dis- Texas. I disagree because what you did was you gave Nick Saban a reason oh, to yeah. buckle down. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. No, oh, Nick no. Saban, like you can't. He's going to find like, that anyways. Like there's sure but you, you can't yeah, put like, like, Saban on the ropes without knocking him out like you either have to kill him and yeah. give him a loss or like you have to blow like you can't be like nick here's a reason for you to sit in a film room for the next month and decide <laughs> what was the issue and fix it before you play anybody really challenging I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna give, I'm gonna yeah i'm gonna give a dragon ball z example because that's how this works um but if you kill a saiyan they're dead but if you just beat them to an inch of their life, they come back way, way stronger. stronger. Yeah. And yes. that's what Texas Perfect. did. Perfect. <laughs> Texas, Perfect analogy. Yeah. Texas, yeah. Texas, Texas didn't read the Saiyan handbook. Um, came back way. Yeah. They're going to come back way stronger. I will say though, as a Houston Texans fan, watching the uh, Alabama offense being run by Bill O'Brien delightful <laughs> man I, oh, I, 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 I literally i saw the exact same plays that houston was running i was like these didn't work in houston why do you think they're gonna work here <laughs> um, hey josh uh mazel tov because the texans tied oh wait they tied today no, officially tied oh wait no, they're they already tied in the nfl they tied uh indianapolis misses a field goal in overtime they tied delightful. oh my gosh they're like they were actually today. Wow, they were they were actually like 
really good in that game. I guess they fell apart in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but then they remembered they were the Houston Texans. Oh, man. Sorry. That's painful. Sorry. And the Indianapolis Colts, the Indianapolis Colts are now quarterbacked by Matt Ryan, which means that all of the shit the Falcons have been doing for 15 years, the Colts are now going to do. <laughs> I mean, and look, Houston, Houston, you had to know something bad was going to happen because if you're in a, a, a competition and you show that much of your neck, like somebody's going to slice your head off at some point. I'm sorry. Davis Mills has a ridiculous neck. Um, but so, so let's talk about Marcus Freeman and how he's 0-3 as a head coach. Are we ready for that yeah. discussion? What, a, what is there the to say? He, he coached their bowl game and, and lost. So I know. Who they play? Uh, I, don't I don't remember. It was Someone's like a Fiesta Bowl or something. Right? Yeah, it was like the yeah. Fiesta yeah. Bowl. Um, yeah. So they, I don't, I mean, I don't think, as I said in the group chat, I do not think that the issue is Marcus Freeman. I think the issue, which is going to be very funny because they tried so hard to retain him over the offseason, was Tommy Reese. And it's going to be hilarious when he is unemployed by week six. Uh, they lost to Oklahoma Should State. Tommy Reese still have a job? Yes. Yeah. He does currently still have a job. I mean, he's, look. As like, of recording. As of recording. And as we all, as we know, this podcast isn't great about that. So, That's like, true. by the time this posts, <laughs> maybe he does it. But, like, as of recording, he's still employed. And also, uh, it's worth noting, and, and I... I don't know if we have any Notre Dame fans. Um, I have interacted with Notre Dame fans in the past. Um, I don't think that that fan base is going to react well to an African-American coach not doing well. Well, what about a Korean coach? Uh, also, also not good. Probably not well. Um, so, so like, I, I, I just, I hope that if you, if you listen to us as a Notre Dame fan, you keep it, um, not as racist as you normally are, because that's who you are as people. Um, generally, again, not every fan base is by their worst, but you know, yeah, I know one Notre Dame fan. He's reacting reasonably. Yeah, he's actually pretty reasonable. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Um, I know other Notre Dame fans. They're not. Um, I, I again, I, I, I know them. I don't like them. They're not friends, but you know, <laughs> Notre Dame. Like, like that's the thing. I love it when Notre Dame loses. Um, because Notre Dame is the like it's like it's people always like oh like Cowboys and Bama it's not Cowboys and Bama it's Cowboys and Notre Dame and the Yankees and who am I missing uh, yeah, Celtics uh, Lakers Lakers so, they're yeah, usually Celtics the because of, of of the racism aspect um, because again these are these Red people. Sox uh, they're usually Yankees fans although I do hate the Red Sox so that's fine Red Sox fans are pretty racist well. Boston. Yes. Yes. Boston. <laughs> uh, special thank you to uh, our, our guests. You can find uh, Angus at Nerd Angus on Twitter. You can find Josh at Josh Benenock. Um, both of them are tweeting about stuff every now and then. Sometimes they will take over the main account, which is at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Um, nobody signs their tweets on the main account. You have no idea who it is. It's usually me. Sometimes it's not. Um, you can find for all of your uh, takes on you why. You can kind of tell by tone. Yeah, you can kind of tell by tone. Um, I tend to be uh, snarky and whimsical. That's that's what I'm going to say. Um, yeah, and I, I tweet positive things about Michigan, sometimes negative. Right. Uh, so um, for all of your thoughts about how Boston fans are not racist and it's actually the player's fault, please at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. He really loves. Oh, oh I don't um, want that. Uh, he loves those. Um, uh, you can find me. That. 
you can find me, like I said, main account at TLS underscore underscore TDS. Also, um, tweeting about music and basketball and other stuff from the uh, the personal account at Diamonds Esquire. Um, special thank you to uh, Mark Zuckerberg um, because he is an important face in America because he owns Instagram, um, which we are going to get up and running uh, as soon as as soon as we we can. Actually, I I, I uh, you should follow. That's a uh, joke. We don't like him. He's bad. Yeah. I, I nothing Mark Zuckerberg. I assume he's a bad person, but I, I don't have any evidence of that. Social Network was a good movie. Um, I that famously he wasn't involved in that. Person. Yeah, that was Jesse Eisenberg. That's a, that's called an actor. It's called acting. Mm, no, 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 I think it was a documentary. Along, 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 <laughs> along, along, along. Action! You shall not <laughs> acting. <laughs> um. <laughs> Special thank you to our sponsors, uh, Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Air decides to put in. I hope it's for that ex- episode of Extras with Ricky Gervais and Ian McKellen. Um, you should go watch that scene. I'm actually going to post it on our Twitter without... Uh, yeah, I just watched that scene. It's a good scene. Well, that Pretty funny. Awesome. Um, so uh, please uh, like, subscribe, share, t- uh, tell your friends, tell your local Notre Dame enemy. I'm sure there's one near you. You can tell by the um, affinity for people different than them. Uh but uh, please uh, leave reviews. We, we really do enjoy those. Um, and uh, as always, dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. Podcast Network.